Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi guys, Hi. this is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. And we're coming to you on a beautiful Saturday here in Los Angeles. Yeah, day late, dollar day late. short. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll make it up to you. We have a lot to talk about. Kind of. It's like, yeah, I would say an average a- Average, newsletter. a little below average. The Monday was boring. And the Thursday was boring. The Thursday... Was not great overall, but anytime there's a video of Gwyneth Paltrow interviewing someone, it's never an entire lost cause. Oh, but that was from, that was a repeat. Was it? Yeah. And it wasn't even a new, I mean, it, that exact video has been online. Well, I didn't watch the video, but that exact picture, like that whole thing has been With on there that before. lady? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't remember it. So I... So it was new to you. It was new to me. Okay. Um, Where should we start? Uh, um... Should we talk about our our diet lives? journeys? Our yeah. Lives? Well, first we have to get out of the way. We did not get a chance to go to the um, Goop Lab in Brentwood this week. Yeah, uh, which we're really upset about. We will do it next week. We were just so busy with we were so just many projects, so, so many busy. meetings. I just, mean, we, you know yeah. how it is. Um, but we will do it next week. We yeah, promise, we have to go uh, because this is our job. Yeah, it's our volunteer job. <laughs> uh, and then secondly, so I think this week was a week where we both sort of stopped, or not stopped fasting, but took, took a break. Took a, yeah. Took a break. Um, yeah, so I fasted a little bit on Monday. I fasted basically through the whole day, but then at night I kind of just let let the dogs out (laughs) I kind of just did well I ate like a normal I ate no food during the day and a sensible dinner yeah but then after the sensible dinner I had like a bunch of wine and just you know a bunch of other shit so more than 500 calories but I don't know and then Thursday you did not and then Thursday I just did well yeah Thursday I just didn't at all I was just like I'm not I just was like I don't want to do this that's how I felt this week too so like Monday I 
I did pretty well. I'm pretty sure my evening meal was more caloric because I had made like tacos over the weekend. So I basically just did like like a little bit of ground beef and beans and then cauliflower rice instead of regular rice. But I think like getting this bowl together, just the the heft of it, I'm sure it was more than 300 calories. And then Thursday, I just, I guess I just felt like the the fasting days themselves were getting easier, but I was like eating really unhealthy on my non-fasting days. Yeah, which is bad. Like I wasn't eating, like I was saving all my vegetables for fasting days. So like during the non-fasting days, I would not eat vegetables and then I would just like like this past week I was like well I guess I'll just order Domino's because mm-hmm. John wasn't home that night and so then I had like and it was like a deal for a large pizza so like mm-hmm. I had a large pizza so I had I mean it lasted for like three meals but I basically had pizza for three meals in a row mm-hmm. and then I was like what this is disgusting like yeah. who am I well I had pizza last night from Domino's <laughs> <laughs> sure I mean it's great but um yeah for me it was like I was I feel like I was eating kind of healthy on my non-fasting days like a mix like sometimes unhealthy sometimes healthy but I have this CSA box that I'm getting now so I have so many vegetables so much like organic produce is coming to the house and then I felt like I was kind of like wasting it because I wouldn't know like I like I just wouldn't eat as much like I wouldn't eat stuff because I don't know what's in like I don't know exactly like the calorie count of like things I make at home. I feel like green vegetables, you can almost say like there's no calories. Well, but it's not. It's like squash and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that is know? a little bit like, more. I don't know. Uh, but having that CSA, at least like it's easy to, it's like there so you make them. Yeah, For exactly. me, I just have to have like one or two days a week where I can have a couple hours and then I will, I'll just like cook a bunch of veggies. Yeah. But I need, like I just need that extra time. And I, I have the extra time. So, well, let's, at least for me, uh, my plan going forward is actually uh, sort of um, related to one of the... I know. Okay. So, we'll, so I'll, I'll wait at least to talk about what I'll my wait. plan is going forward. But we, it was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's very exciting. Um, and all the signs, I'll talk about, but it's like all the signs in my life are pointing to this new direction. Oh my God. I'm... Oh, fuck. I'm just overwhelmed right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, anything else? Um, I guess not. I mean, like, yeah, I want to go back to, like, some sort of fasting. I also, I don't know. I just sort of, like, didn't really do anything very goopy this week. Did I do anything goopy this week? Not really. Oh, I got that. I've been using that vitamin C serum that oh, I yeah. talked about last week. That was that's really good. The other day, so I got that Olay Hendrickson vitamin C serum. I talked about it last week on the podcast, but I've been using it every day this week. And yesterday, I was just standing in the street and I like my hand just absent-mindedly like went up to my face and I like touched my own cheek and it was as soft as baby skin. I was like Ooh. I feel so soft. And I think it must be that serum. I was like, wow, my skin hasn't felt this soft to the touch since I was in my 20s. I thought had that thought. That sounds good. I mean, my early 20s. The serum. I See, I actually, after we talked about, I forget if it was last week or the, the week before, that I needed to do like a face protocol at night. Yeah. I've been getting better about like washing my face with my Juice Beauty cleanser 
And then uh, I've been using like a, a Kiehl's night cream. Yeah. But I think maybe it's because like my I have like a little bit of a beard. It was I was breaking out after it. Yeah, I break so, out all the time. Yeah, so I don't know if I should just try a different one. Or, or, like, do a serum instead of a night cream? Well, I do both. Like, yeah. also, like, I ch- I've i been, like, changing it up. So, like, I do that serum every morning. Then at night, I do the Tata Harper thing that I got that also smells really good. But then I also sometimes do the retinol. I do, like, every other night. Because that's what the lady at Sephora said to do. That's okay. not a goop thing. But it's, like, one night I'll do retinol cream. Then the next night I'll just do the serum. Okay. To, like, give my skin a break from the retinol because that's, like, really hard on your skin. But it's, you need it because yeah. it's wrinkly. Um, I don't wasn't know. Wasn't Ask Jean recently talking about, like, using some sort of thing without retinol because it was it was uh, too too harsh on her skin? Was then, that the wipes thing from this week? No, I mean, it, it wasn't was, about retinol. It was, it was, like, a couple weeks ago, and she ended up talking about... There was some, like, moon serum or something. See, I can't fuck with that. Like, I need... You need the real stuff. Like, you know... Yeah, if we're talking about just, like, you know, hydrating your skin, something nice for your skin, that's good, that smells good, la, la, la. Okay, fine, I'll go natural. But if it's wrinkles, I need science. Hard science. And that, I think retinol is that. I don't know for sure, but I just think it probably is. No, I bet. I mean, yeah, it's tested... On something. Oh, God. On animals. Oh, I'm sure. They they like it. (laughs) (laughs) They want good skin, too. Yeah, everybody does. Uh, One more thing, and I'm going to do this now because I might forget if I wait till the end of the podcast. Yeah, okay. So we have a new five-star review. Uh, We do? Oh, no, I saw that, but... We we didn't read it, It, do we? I don't think so. No. Yeah, so let's read it. Okay. Uh, It is from Gwyneth Indifferent. Gwyneth, not spelled the correct way. Well, they're indifferent. Exactly. Um, And the title of the review is Keep On Cleansing. Five stars. Uh, I have no interest in Goop or Gwyneth Paltrow. I see. (laughs) But this podcast and its ridiculous hosts, take that as a compliment, Thank you. who are clearly obsessed with both, absolutely, Yes. are entertaining enough to overcome those issues. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's nice. I hope they get to meet their queen one day. I hope we don't. I'm scared. I would be so terrified. But I would want to. She just, wouldn't know who we were. Like she at wouldn't all. know There's who no we way. were. But I would just want to smell her. Yeah. Is that a gross thing to say? No. I mean, all celebrities smell great. She probably smells so good. Um. Well, thank you, Gwyneth. Indifferent. I'm. Thank that's you. That's really actually a compliment that you like don't care at all about goop and you still listen to this podcast. So. That's surprising. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really appreciate it. Uh. I am still pissed off. We weren't invited to the like opening night party at. Um, at the Goop Lab. Uh, the the Goop Brasserie. Where, well, it was like, uh, I, I listened to some, like, uh, celebrity podcast by the Vanity Fair people. Yeah. And they were invited, oh so they were God. just talking about being there and that Apple was sort of the bell of the ball. Of course uh, she was. Because she was, like, you know, 13 and everyone wants her stem cells. <sighs> I want her stem cells. Wait, she's, I, see, in my mind, she's, like, way older than 13. No, she's only 13, yeah. She's still so young. Yeah. Hmm. We're all so young. Oh, I watched a little bit of Seven. Oh, you know I've never seen Seven. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it last yeah, week. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> but it was on TV and I was like, I want to watch this for Gwen. And I did. She was there, you know, yeah. doing her thing. Is and she then, just sort of at the beginning and then her, spoiler alert, head at the end? Is, or her, is she they the don't even thing? show the head. But it's don't? like, no, it's just like, um, you, it's like what's in your imagination is more horrifying oh, than what I you've ever seen. I thought it was seen. like, a, I was picturing 
like a silicone mold of Gwyneth's head in a box. I mean, that would have made it a thousand times better, yeah. but unfortunately, no. Um, that's disappointing. Yeah, it is. But does she even have like a ma- a big part in the movie? It's a big part okay. because it's like weird. Um, she like goes out to um like lunch with his business partner who or not his business partner like his detective partner Morgan Freeman yeah and she's like I'm pregnant and I don't know what to do and he's like I'm gonna tell you what to do he was like either keep the baby (laughs) or have an abortion but if you have an abortion never tell Brad Pitt and she's like crying and that is like like, horrible advice I know it's really crazy and then she's like crying and then I think that's the end of her until she dies weird i know all right i gotta see it yeah it's like oh my god um i gotta see that one and the other gwyneth movie i never saw was uh her like didn't she do like a sylvia plath biopic yeah i I think so i mean either but i always i mean i remember when it came out being super excited because i like at the time loved gwyneth paltrow and loved sylvia plath which i still do but I always thought that she would, like, that was my dream casting for, like, my whole childhood. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's another one where you'd want a plaster cast of her head, just like yeah. a burnt oven In an head. oven. But it, she didn't burn her head. It's the gas. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how they kill themselves in the oven. Oh. It's not, like, you don't cook your head. I thought she cooked her head. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. But, like, if you keep it on and you die, your head eventually will get cooked. Well, you're not there for that long. I mean, it's just kind of warm, I think. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, Well, let's get started on the newsletter. What is your best of the week? Okay. Also, mine has a lot of repeats. So my best is also part of my craziest, but we'll get to that at the end. But my best, of course, probably your best, too, from our earlier conversation was the keto article. Yes. So keto is this weird diet where you, like, have... High fat, low carb? Yeah, so it's 60 to 80% of your calories are supposed to be fat. Yeah. 20% is protein, and then five fewer, like five to 10% only with vegetables is carbs. It's insane. It's so insane. If you follow keto people on Instagram, Which you know I do. they're legitimately like crazy. And they're like every day going to Starbucks and getting like a huge coffee with just half, like heavy cream in it. Yeah. And that's like all Yeah, you day. can't even do like half and half because that has milk which has lactose which is a sugar so you have to do like heavy whipping cream oh my god it sounds disgusting it's, and they look and good they look gross like i don't yeah. think these people look healthy they look just like like bags of muscles they're just muscle and they're just eating so much fat yeah it's so weird but in that article there's a brief mention where they're like the effects was, of this it was literally like oh this is for Brian Maggie. Yeah. So the, the question, the, so there's all this whole interview, and then like two thirds of the way down in the interview, the question, simple question, what if keto sounds like too much work? They're like, well, it's a lot like intermittent fasting. And then they're like, note, more on inter- intermittent fasting to come in goop. Okay, that's what we've been doing. That's our 5 2 diet. Yeah. So, first of all, we're ahead of the curve with, we got to something before goop yes. got to it. Okay. Second of all, this is okay. I'll just jump ahead to my craziest right now. Okay. They're talking to us through the newsletter. Oh, They're communicating with us. Um, uh, no, it's great. It's we, like, know, we do know. We knew some of the, some of them listen, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, they've been very sweet when they've reached out. Uh, and I do think that we might have something to do with 
them talking about intermittent fasting and goop. I know for, I mean, I know not for a fact, but like I know in my heart. Yes. Because they're talking about intermittent fasting. Then like the Joel God thing, there was something else where I was like, this is for us. Um, it's all for us. It's all for us. It's just for us, right? <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is for us. Yeah. So, so the intermittent fasting that they talk about is different from the one that we have been doing. So we have been doing this 5-2 intermittent fasting where you eat normally or, in my case, eat Domino's pizza five days a week. Right. And then uh, eat like five to 600 calories uh, on, your, on your two fasting days. So the one that they talk about in this keto article is like a daily intermittent fasting where you're fasting for several hours a day and then cramming your eating into like an abbreviated period of time. So the, the sort of easiest one that you can do is a 12, 12. So you fast for 12 hours, you eat for 12 hours and then it can go up to 14, 16 or in extreme cases, 18 hour fasts mm. when you'd only get like a six hour window to yeah. eat. So I kind of want to do 12, 12. That doesn't sound so bad. 12, 12 sounds almost too easy like I, I think I'm gonna start with 1410 uh, five days a week and then not do it two days a week and this is also very exciting news my husband John has agreed to do it too Wow because yes. he's not a faster he he's not, not a dieter he is a yeah not not a dieter not like he just um, he's just like a sane person he's normal. who like doesn't naturally is not obsessed with food naturally so and he's, he's like totally good looking like yeah not absolutely. like no weight issue like or we both you know could stand to lose like uh, like 10 pounds or whatever but yeah we're yeah, yeah uh and uh and he's the type of person that just will forget to eat which i'm just so jealous of those type of people so but yeah so he said uh he was gonna do it too so yeah i think we're gonna try to do like 14 hour fasts to 10 hour eating sunday through thursday wait so if you do 12 12 so that's just like normal life, isn't it? Sort of. I mean, yeah, it's like you would do not eat between like 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. So you just, the main thing for me, at least with that, would be like, oh, you just like can't drink after 8. But what if I did like 11 to 11? Yeah. If I could you, do if that. If you're not a breakfast, because you're, you're not really a breakfast person anyway. No. Uh, so yeah, you could totally do that. I'm doing it. I'm going to do 12-12 because I can skip. I don't need breakfast. Yeah. Would you do it seven days a week? You probably like sort of I already, probably do, already it anyway. do it I probably already do it, which freaks me out because it's like I'm not that thin. Uh, I'm going mean, to do that. Do it and see what happens and then you can always up it a little bit. I'm going to do... I'm going to do one that sounds crazy. I kind of want to do from 12 to 12. Uh, Why not? So you... Yeah, so you... I stop eating yeah. at midnight. So just a P, the PM diet. The PM diet. If it's diet. PM, you can eat. Yeah, it's like Mike Mark Bittman VB6. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're vegan before six, and it's called VB6, and he wrote a book about it. And so I just think it's I really never funny. Understood. I didn't read the book, but like, no. does he, he's just vegan before six, and then he just like eats like ribs and burgers every night? I, had, I don't know. It's like a cookbook, I think. Yeah. It's like just his idea, because, you know, somehow he got on this, Oh, it's good to be vegan. Well, I can't be vegan all the time. Yeah. How about just until six? And then he eats whatever. I don't know. But I also think it's supposed to sort of be like helping people. It's like an intro to like people for people to like cut down on animal products. So like if you can't commit to being vegan, maybe you can just do it during the day. And then like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's still better than not being vegan at all. Oh, I mean, right, for the totally. environment and stuff um, to cut down like that. Yeah, I feel like I don't I don't cook or eat that much red meat but i will eat out i don't know yeah yeah uh so you're gonna do 12 to 12 i'm gonna try 14 to 10 
I mean, maybe I could try 14 to 10 all seven days a week. What are So, like, what would your hours be? I think it would be 10 to 8. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I do like breakfast. Like, if I don't eat breakfast at all, I do get really hungry. Yeah. So, I, th- I think 10 to 8 sounds doable for me. Um, so, I, you start, you eat breakfast at 10 in the morning. Yeah. And then you eat dinner before, before 8. Before 8. And then get all my drinks in before eight yeah and then hopefully pass out at 8 30 i know do it all see again. that's why i want to do the pm diet so i can drink all night yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if i can i can stop drinking at midnight oh totally yeah that's when i turn into a pumpkin <laughs> but before that i need some wine yeah, you could also call it the cinderella yeah i'll call it the cinderella, cinderella diet, diet. <laughs> wow, you could write cute. a book yeah. oh my god yeah. i know it's just intermittent fasting but i just call, <laughs> call it, it something cinderella else diet. yeah you just have to stop drinking at midnight <laughs> yeah you stop and you have to like, there has to be like some sort of like pumpkin recipe too. Yeah, every night, like right at midnight, you eat like a big pumpkin pie, yeah. but then you don't eat until noon the next day. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, that's wow. That's really like brandable. It is brandable. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, Goop. Uh, all right. So yeah, we will um talk to you about our progress and uh maybe after a week or two i'll get uh john on the pod and he can talk about his first i know and i have to have my friend on who's doing 30 she's in her last two weeks oh this is great it's very exciting or no not two weeks she's in the last like few days i think and she's really keeping to it she's doing yeah and she texts me like every once in a while like what she ate that day like a picture she'll just like text a recipe and i get super excited uh all right, so that was both of our best. What was yeah. what was your worst? Obviously, the Joel got. Me too. I mean, Ugh. I see. This is like my big fear. I was like, I knew that this was coming. I've been talking. I've been calling this for weeks, predicting this like fucking Joel got article about like they're gonna do some shitty California wine, and this is what they're they're partnering with, and they're not gonna go the right way with the biodynamic stuff. Also, I felt like it was like very broad strokes. Like it was a very basic wine article about very basic pairing is like one is like by far the least interesting thing you can talk about with wine to me. I mean, I think it's like pretty practical for people that aren't super into wine. Cause it's like the first thing you think of, like I get it. Like you look at a wine list, it's really complicated. You know what you want to eat and you don't know how to pair. Uh, the thing with, Goop is so good about being sort of ahead of the curve with... I thought. Like, you know, it's like with science, with... Way with, ahead with of science. Therapy, Light years ahead. Therapy. Fashion, anything. And yeah. so, and this is sort of like so behind the times. Yeah, it's like with fashion, when Goop writes about something, I'll be like, that's insane. But then like six months later, everybody's wearing it and looks great. Like the pussy shirts. But with this wine thing, it's like... I mean, Bon Appetit's ahead of them with wine. Oh I mean, every, light yeah. years ahead. I mean, like, Even everyone's like ahead of Even, like, food and wine, which is, like, not... It's, like, a very sort of conservative... I think they're, like, wine writers, like... It's Ray Isle, who's, like, relatively yeah, conservative. Like, they're ahead like, of him. So this is... Yeah, it's an interview with Joel Gott, who I guess is, like, a fifth-generation... Is uh, his name Joel Gott? Or is this yeah. guy just, like, the head of Joel Gott? No, I think his name... Or he's like Joel got the fifth? Yeah, no maybe he's Joel got but the fifth. But his, his family has been in Napa forever. So they, they grow... And I think this is the problem, too, with, like, the pairing guide that went with it. They just grow, like, the most basic grapes. And it's then like, his guide was just, like, drink Joel got Chardonnay, Joel got whatever. Yeah, like Joel got Chardonnay, Joel got Pinot Noir, Joel got Pinot Gris. 
Uh, Joel got Sauvignon Blanc. So it's like these grapes, these like supermarket grapes, which are obviously like classic Good, French and it's grapes. good. It's not like Chardonnay is bad. No, of course not. Or Pinot um, Noir. But it just seems like Goop should go above and beyond and like talk about like weird shit that no one else talks about. And weird like farming techniques and stuff. Yeah. And the other thing that I thought was like the, the pairing guide itself was really bad, but I think that's because like th- just the wines that he grows are like very basic. Yeah. But the fact that he was like, he said... Sauvignon Blanc and Rosé go well with everything. With everything was insane. Because I know. It was so weird. I guess like, if you don't well, ever eat anything that has any spice or any... Like, if you just eat bland food, maybe it goes with everything. Well, what I thought was weird was, like... Because people are drinking, like, lighter, lower alcohol wines now. Yeah. And, like, lower alcohol reds with a lot. And that those go well with almost everything. Like a Beaujolais or something. Yeah, like, like any Gamay. Or, like, if you're... I mean, I like to eat spicy food. So, like, I'll eat, like, lots of Mexican or Thai or Indian or whatever and then you want like a, a Riesling or, or a Gruner or something yeah. that, that's what goes well with everything but with some yeah, sugar in it yeah Riesling goes well with like almost everything um, but um, I feel like the closest he could come to like wines that they make to yeah. being like light wines so like he just Sauvignon said Blanc. like Rosé because that's like a light it's like his yeah, version of a true. light red that's why I think he said it and I was like that is so lame yeah it's just as like you're on the forefront of like wellness and and even like their food stuff is like pretty progressive. I like, love you their know, weird. You know, literally weird. every recipe yeah. is delicious. So like, why why be so backwards with? I, I mean, I just so think that annoying. he is like a personal friend of Gwyneth or someone that works at Goop. I don't think personal friend. I think Sponsor, money talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, do better, Goop. Have a cooler cooler wine. Come on, you're cool. You're be cool. cool. Be cool. Uh. So you said you're craziest. Was that they're communicating with us with mostly just with that keto article where it's like, I bet there isn't even going to be an intermittent fasting thing. I think it was just for us. Absolutely. And um, I don't know. I just like, I feel like it was for us. They're talking to us through the computer and we love it. And we love it. Um, My, oh, I didn't have a craziest. I had a saddest. Oh no. Which was the scar article. Oh really? Um, So there was an article about like, how to get rid of scars or like boring. well i personally do have a lot of scars I, oh no. because I, I have like a big scar anyone who's intimately familiar with my body <laughs> knows i have like a giant scar across my belly because my uh my appendix burst like 10 years ago i didn't know you uh, had a scar oh yeah belly. i can show it to you um so it's not like a normal appendix scar where you just get your appendix out my appendix burst so they had to like go in so it's like a, a big scar uh and I know, I know that it's not going to go completely away because it's huge. Um, and then so one of the questions on in this article were, are there any effective treatments for old scars that won't fade? And I thought maybe they'll have some cool expensive lotion that you yeah. could put on. And they're like, no, the only thing that could work is like permanent makeup. Yeah, so make get, it, a <laughs> get a tattoo. Get a tattoo. I was like, oh, that's very sad. Yeah, um, or vitamin E. Yeah, vitamin E. I shouldn't see. I was so stupid and young, and like on so much morphine when I was recovering oh that God. I didn't have. I didn't do it when Don't I probably should yourself. have. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's like, uh, I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm not going out for any like swimsuit modeling jobs anyway, so it really doesn't affect my life. I guess. I mean, uh, I honestly, we've been swimming like a billion times together. Never I've never scar? noticed it. No, it's like really huge. Here, I'll show I, it to you. Okay, right now. let's. Okay, Brian's show showing me a scar. It's not that huge. I mean, it's a scar. It's it looks like a C-section like six scar. Inches, yeah. It's a big scar, but it's like definitely not like 
if you took your shirt off, you wouldn't be like, what the fuck? Oh, really? Like, okay, the way you're good. talking about it just now is just imagining, like, your whole chest and, st- like, torso is, like, exploded. It's, it's just a big scar. Okay. Yeah. It's like yeah. a, it's like, yeah, it's like a C-section scar. It looks like a C-section scar. Um, which is a good segue, actually, for a thing I would try. <laughs> what is the thing that you would try, <laughs> The C-section <Aggie>? repair. <laughs> so, in that same article, oh. he was like, luckily, because one of my fears of the C-section scar is that it has the thing that he talks about where it like hangs over like so it's like that like it like the scar will like go down to your muscle and it grows like you're yeah you know what i mean so it's like your yeah that's stomach, what happened like, to me like it, it it sort of grows over yeah. yeah yeah so he was like luckily that's a really easy thing to fix and i've always been afraid of like natural childbirth because like i don't want to make like I think like your vagina falls out or something. Like you could have a prolapsed vagina and it rips all the way to your asshole. And, like, I, I've horrible. heard about this on various Real Housewives. Yeah. Where they end up doing mommy makeovers. Where they get a vagina it's fix. It's like, it's all in one. So it's like lipo, vagina fix. It's like everything. It's like everything that could possibly go wrong with your body after you give birth. I mean, why not? In one, uh, but then the problem is if you do it and then you decide that you want another kid. You have to do it again. You have to do it again. And it's like, because they like sew your stomach muscles together or something. Oh. So they have to like, it's, I don't know what I'm talking about, but it sounds gross. Well, but now I'm just thinking, okay, just I'll go ahead. I'll just have the C-section, keep the vagina as is, <laughs> then get this easily, you know, removable scar, this easily fixable scar and be good as new. And then I can have as many of them cut out of me as I want. Yeah. So I've got my 10-year plan in place. There you go. From, all from a Goop article about scars. Yeah, I sort of don't, I mean, I guess some people would want a natural childbirth, but it seems like way easier to get a C-section. It's. I think it's supposed to be like way worse to get a C-section. I mean, like, it's like the recovery is a lot harder because it's like oh, major yeah. surgery, yeah, but like yeah. your body will just like give birth and yeah. it'll hurt, but it's not, I don't know. Um. So the thing I would try comes from this video interview that Gwyneth did that I thought was new, but no, Aggie, I guess it's been... So she, she interviews some... I don't even know who this woman is. Her name is Amanda Decadenay, and she has some weird accent where it seems like maybe she like studied in London for a while or something. Mm-hmm. It's like sort of a British accent, but I guess she was a teenage runaway, and now she's an author. But the whole time... So Gwyneth does this like interview about her life, and the whole time Gwyneth is looking at her with this look of, I'm listening to you very intently, and I just want you to know that I pity you. Yeah. And I, I feel like that is such a place of power. Yeah. To be to to just to give off the vibes of I pity you. Yeah. Is I want to start using that in my own life when I'm talking to people mm-hmm. to just make them feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> is to be like, mm, I really listen, I'm listening to you, but oh, your life is so shitty. My life is great. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm listening to you. Like I'm letting you speak, but I'm letting you, it's like, I'm doing you a favor by listening to you. Exactly. And it, it it's all with the eyes. Yeah. It's and the, like the head tilt, the tilt of the head, the, the eyes and that like sort of little half smile mm-hmm. and the posture too. Where it's like, I want you to know what I'm thinking and what I'm thinking is bad thoughts about you. Yeah. It's like a total, like, it's so bitchy. And like like, women do it to each other all the time. Yeah, no matter what happened in your life, I want you to know that part of me thinks 
it's your fault. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so it was great. Uh, yeah, Gwyneth does not naturally give off a lot of warmth or empathy. No. I, I don't mean, know. It might be unfair to her. Maybe she feels it. But it just from the outside looking in, it's like, who yikes. She's got a very sunny smile. Mm. Like, when you see pictures of her, a still picture, and she's smiling, you're like, wow, that is joy. That is the picture mm-hmm. of joy. But when you imagine actually talking to her, it's like very scary. Yes. You want it to be far away in a picture and you just look at it and you think, that makes me happy. And then you move on and you just can be yourself. But yeah, if we were in the same room with her and she was, let's say she was like interviewing us, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd be a puddle on the floor. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I would have to be on a lot of heavy medication. Yeah, I would definitely at least have to take beta blockers. At least beta blockers. Probably, probably benzos too. Yeah, something a little stronger than that. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, what would you buy? Okay. Honestly, I would buy and I did buy. Ooh. You're turning okay. into me. Now you're like. I know. Now I buy everything. <laughs> I But you know what I bought. You try to do. I bought the Joel Got wine. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, you know, I have to, you know, try this out. And I was at the supermarket. The Zinfandel. I bought a Zinfandel. Which they didn't mention in this article. Yeah, I don't know. Because it probably I, doesn't pair well with very many things. Zinfandel it's pairs like, well with like... a hearty like, stew. Yeah, I made like meat. And I had it with that. But it's like, I mean, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'll drink that shit on its own. I don't yeah. care. I don't care. It's like a, it was like 14% alcohol or something. It basically tasted like an explosion of like blackberry jam and like cherries and blueberries. But I really, I thought it was good. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I, I tasted it at 10 in the morning. It was pretty early. Uh, a couple days ago. Raspberry actually, I think. Raspberry to jam. me, there was a heavy whiff of alcohol. It was really, I mean, it's al- so it's highly alcoholic. And yeah, you get, you get raspberries, uh, you get all those red fruits and black fruits. Uh, for me, not something I would drink on its own, especially yeah. in, in LA. Well, especially 10 in the morning and just like where it's, it's not like if, if you're in like a cold winter snow cabin or something maybe, but like here, I don't know. I like to drink light reds and, and whites like most of the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. and Joel and yeah the wine I mean it was fine it was like a you know a good bottle of grocery store wine but like it's just disappointing that this would be the the winery that they would pair with because it's just yeah. it's just so boring it's so like retro but I am trying to like buy more wines at the grocery store because it's like getting really expensive <laughs> and it's just like I can't always go and buy some like weird wine at like the fancy wine store yeah. I have to get some st- so like. I like to have like a couple of wines that like I kind of like that you get at the grocery store. So like this is on my list oh, now. Oh sure. Like Joel got, and then I also kind of like um, Jay Lore. Oh yeah. Their, their Merlot okay. is really good. I like their Merlot a uh, lot. Their rosé is not bad either. Yeah. Uh, I mostly buy grocery store wines at Costco. The their um, Kirkland brand Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc. See, I I talk shit about Sauvignon Blanc, but that's like my everyday drinking. I wine. love Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, From yeah, Marlboro. It's. Uh, Six ninety nine a bottle. Mm. It's a fantastic classic Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc. That gooseberry and 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 grass. And yeah, happy. I like that shit grassy. I love it too. Um, so that's like my basic one. Uh, Kirkland. They early in the summer they had a a, a, a Provence Rosé, which I got a couple bottles of, and then it sold out. It was eight ninety nine. It was 
as good as like a twenty dollar bottle of rosé. Yeah. Um, their their Rioja is not bad, and uh, I mean their Mer- Merlot's fine too. Um, but yeah, those I think that Kirkland is for me at least the best like grocery store wine. Yeah. Um, but like I never go to co- like I mean like if, if I'm like at Albertsons buying shit and I'm like I need to get something because oh. I need it. Yeah, like uh, the Albertsons and like Va- like those wines are always pretty bad and they're always so overpriced too. I can't even because it's like you buy a fifteen dollar bottle of wine at, at the this one was like thirteen bucks and I yeah. think like the J Lore is like ten bucks. Is it okay? It's not that bad. Yeah, so it's not crazy. Anyway. Um, I thought it was nice for I was like way nicer than what I thought it was gonna be. It had like a way cleaner finish too. Like I thought it was gonna be like heavy, like sit with you and like give you a headache. Like yeah. that suit like you know the supermarket wine, you just got like a chemical headache. It's like you Yeah, because like, they pump so many fucking chemicals. Yeah, it's, it's like, like if you, like you buy just drink, like, like two buck chuck or something. It's like if you yeah. well, I mean, yeah, like I didn't think it was gonna taste that. But it was like when you t- drink like it's like drinking like fake maple syrup or something. Oh, yeah, You're like, yeah. there's like a chemical in this. But it didn't have any of that. It was like, it had an, it was nice. It tasted nicer than that. So I would buy it again. Uh, I would buy serving bowls. Mm. There was a whole sort of mini article that was just like a link to their store for like their new uh, like kitchen ware for the fall. And I realized I don't, um, like I don't entertain that much. But when I do have people over, uh, we have like just a couple and they're just like old shitty serving bowls. So I'll ha- either have to like use them or like put chips or whatever in like a mixing bowl, yeah. which is not pretty. So if I just had like one or two nice serving bowls yeah. um, and Goop has some great ones. There's one that's like half blue and half white. There was only $68 um, called a Demi Dipped Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then there's one that's like a, a pale, like a millennial pink that's $458. What? <laughs> that's called the por- uh, just a porcelain serving bowl. I used to have nice serving bowls from like CB2. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but our I plates are from Crate and Barrel. I, But I like serving bowls, I feel like all that stuff is, I mean, I guess there's color ones, but most of them are like white. And like mm-hmm. serving bowls, I want like a pop of color. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's what I would buy. All right. Uh... Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, please. Um, really uh, apologize for the sound quality last week. Uh, I it, don't really apologize. I just it sounded horrible. Apologize. I was listening to us in the car, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can hardly even listen to it." Really? And it's us. I know. I love. I listen to it every <laughs> week. <laughs> um, so yeah, this will sound better. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Pod. We will definitely read your reviews which is so nice yeah and follow us on instagram at goop yourself uh and on twitter at goop yourself pod goop yourself pod and oh and we want to wish um a belated happy 45th birthday to our queen gwyneth paltrow happy birthday gwyneth 45 never looks so good you looked great we saw the pictures of you what they get like a taco truck or something at goop probably they got like some sort of weird there were like pictures of it it's like when the queen has a birthday and you're just like yeah, and everyone it's like, everyone just like, that huge smile, on. smile yeah. like, it's for you, it's all for you, Gwyneth. <sighs> oh, God. All right, okay. God bless them. God bless you. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.